Hi, I'm Dorothy Burton, your host for Governing God's Way, connecting the timeless principles of Scripture to the timely issues of our day for those who serve, lead, and govern. King Solomon, the wisest leader to have ever lived, left us with this truth. There is nothing new under the sun, and what has been will be. What was true for him and those who served, led, and governed in his day is just as true for those who serve, lead, and govern today. Timeless principles to help in times like these. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Today I want to talk about the leader that God promotes, the one characteristic that he looks for that sets every great leader apart and every would-be great leader apart. The characteristic that God looks for in the leaders he promotes for sustained success. And that characteristic is integrity. You've heard me talk about it before. Because I believe that integrity is the most important characteristic of leadership because it is our due north. The story is told of an old itinerant circuit-riding Methodist preacher in the 19th century during the time of Andrew Jackson. He was General Jackson at the time. This was before he became president. The pastor's name was Peter Cartwright. One Sunday morning as Pastor Cartwright was sitting just before taking the pulpit, one of the men of the church came up to the pastor to whisper to him that General Andrew Jackson was in the congregation that morning. Knowing how sometimes frank and fiery <laughs> Pastor Cartwright could be, the man warned the preacher, said, look, 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 look. Don't say anything out of line. Don't say anything that might be controversial to General Jackson. Now, Jackson had a reputation as a general of being a strong, decisive, well-heeled commander with a commanding presence. <laughs> Reverend Cartwright listened to the man as he told him, you know, in essence, you know, Pastor play nice this morning. Pastor Cartwright nodded his head. Yes, he was listening. Then the old preacher walked up to the pulpit and immediately said, I understand that Andrew Jackson is here this morning. Not even General Jackson. That should have been an indication right there. It's just going to get good. <laughs> he said, Andrew Jackson. He continued. He said, now I've been requested to be guarded in my remarks. <laughs> the old preacher looked over there at the general and said, Andrew Jackson will go to hell if he doesn't repent. <gasps> Gasps. A pearl clutching moment. <laughs> I passed the Cartwright moment. It was total silence, just done silence throughout the church. You could hear the gas. Then just silence. Nobody moved. 
nobody dared move. The whole congregation just sat there. People sat frozen in the pews. You know, you know how sometimes something in church, you sit there and you, you just kind of move your eyes around and you don't move your head because you don't want to see you moving your head. Ain't nobody looked around. Everybody was in shock. This was General Andrew Jackson, and the preacher just told him he was going to hell. <laughs> they, they were wondering how the general would respond. But General Jackson didn't. He didn't flinch. He just sat there. He didn't squirm in the pew. He sat looking straight ahead with a smile on his face. And Pastor Cartwright, he went right on <laughs> with his sermon. After the service, General Jackson sought out Pastor Cartwright and he was shaking his hand. And while he was shaking his hand, General Jackson said, Sir, if I had a regiment of men like you, I could whip the world. Shocked. The most admired and should be desired leadership trait of any and cultivated in you as a leader, in me as a leader, is integrity. Pastor Cartwright was a man of integrity. Integrity never compromises truth, no matter who's in the audience. Your audience may change, but truth is, as a trait of integrity remains the same. Integrity doesn't compromise truth. It can't. Because truth is of God, and anything that is of God is uncompromisable. Only lies compromise. Remember that. Only lies compromise. The one thing that will ensure your success and mine in leadership is the one thing that's most missing today among leaders, and that's integrity. Audiences change. Constituencies change. Neighborhoods, cities, governments, they change. But the one constant is integrity. The root word of integrity is the Latin word integer. Integer means entirety, wholeness, one, no fragmentation. We know from 1 Samuel 13, 14, that God called David a man after his own heart. And those of us who have been in church a while know that we've been taught, and rightly so, that that means that David longed to be like God, to be holy as God was holy, to love and, and keep his statutes, to know intimately God. But then we learn from Asaph, the writer of Psalm 78, as he is retelling the history of the Jews from Egypt to the promised land, Asaph tells us that what I want us to take away today, and it's this, Psalm 78, 70 through 72, for reference. He, meaning God, also chose David, his servant, and took him from the sheep foals, from the care of the ewes with suckling lambs, and made him the shepherd of Jacob's descendants, God's own people, Israel. And here it is. And David shepherded them according to the integrity of his heart and led them 
with skillful hands. Let me tell you why this is so important. As you contemplate that promotion or running for office or how you run your office, how you manage your office, would people say you are a person of integrity? Pastor Cartwright in our illustration was, David was, God is integrity. It's when our words, deeds, and actions are one. Remember the root word integer, meaning entirety or wholeness, no fragmentation. People look on the outside, but God looks at the heart on the inside. And what God looks for in a leader is that word integer or integrity. Why? Because God himself is integer, whole, no fragmentation. Not one way over here and another way over there. He is a God of integrity. What does that mean? What does that look like for you and for me as leaders? The same as it looked when God looked at David. And I believe this is what God meant when he told Samuel that he had found a man after his own heart. God is a God of order and predictability. No, we don't, we don't know how God will do something. But if we study his word, we will learn his character or characteristic. God's integrity is without question. Why? Because integrity doesn't change. His words, deeds, and actions are consistent with his character. What defined God's character is the same as what defined David's character. And if we are wise, we'll be the same that will define ours. Integrity. It's no small thing. And one that is not taught as much as it should be in leadership classes. This is not a human word. It is a descriptive word of the very character of God. This is why integrity matters. God doesn't say one thing and do another. The reason why we can trust the word of God is because we can trust the integrity of God. One in three persons, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, and they operate as one in the integral parts of the Spirit. They each have a different role, but they are one in word, deed, and action. That's why Jesus would always say, I do what I see my father doing. I say what I hear my father say. There is no disconnect when it comes to integer or integrity. The great disconnect today among leaders is that many say one thing but do another. Depending upon who they are with, they will act one way at lunch and be totally different in a different crowd at dinner. God can declare that he is God and he changes not. How about you? How about me? 
David was David. Whether he was following sheep, slaying Goliath, or sitting on the throne, David was a man after God's own heart because David was a man of integer, integrity, and was quick to repent when he didn't measure up to that. So I ask you, do your words, deeds, and actions, what you say, the things you do, and the actions you take in relationship to how you serve, lead, and govern, interact with people, all people, conduct yourself, are you whole? Or are you one way with this group and another way with another group, or one way with one race of people and another way with the other race of people, you may be a good person, but you are not a person of integrity. And if you are not a person of integrity, you are a person that can't be trusted, or as God views it, entrusted with the things of God. This may be why the promotion is being held up or you lost out again on that job you applied for. You can't, I can't, we can't, we can't bless God in the morning, then bless our people in the afternoon and expect God to move on our behalf. Even though no one may not see you or me, God does. And by the way, while I'm at it, let me say this. There is no such thing as moral integrity or business integrity. Integrity needs no modifier. You either have integrity or you don't. Our words, deeds, and actions either align in every area of our life or they don't. A person of integrity is the same in the day as they are in the night, no matter who they're with. They are the same at 12 noon as they are at 12 midnight. Leaders of integrity are the same in the day behind a microphone as they are at night behind closed doors. And this one last thing, it is a mistake to wait until you are in a leadership position to become a person of integrity. Asaph tells us in Psalm 78 that God chose David when David was shepherding sheep. Why? Because David exhibited integrity and skillfulness of hand in caring for sheep. And when God was ready... He took David from caring for sheep with integrity to shepherding a nation with that same integrity and skillfulness of hand. If God looks at you in the position where you are and you are a Christ follower and have been praying for promotion or higher office or you're currently running for office, let me tell you one thing. Check your integrity your integer, your wholeness. What does God look for? He looks for people after his own heart. 
He looks for leaders of integrity. God wants to be for you. God wants to promote you. But be a person of integrity where you are. Don't take your present situation lightly because as David, guess what? Mm, As David was following sheep, God's eyes were following David. How do I know this? Because 2 Chronicles 16.9 tells us this. It says, for the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth that he may strongly support those whose, here it is, those whose heart is completely, completely integer, wholly his. And there it is, y'all. There it is. Your ticket to the top. Your ticket to the top, just as was with David. Those whose heart is completely God's. Don't miss that word. Let that word go over and over and over in your mind. As you, as you, as you sit, as you meditate, meditate on that word integer, wholeness, whole, complete. Don't miss that word. Whose heart is completely his. Not fragmented. Not one way and then another whole integer. In the Latin, the character of God, integrity, the descriptive word in English. When our words, deeds, and actions are one, no matter where, what time of day, or who the audience is, be a man or woman of integrity. This is who God elevates. And this is governing God's way. Thank you for listening. Governing God's way is the practical application of kingdom principles to inspire transformative change within ourselves and within our spheres of influence is how Jesus did it, is how we strive to do it. Because good governance begins with self governance because God always begins from within. Grab a copy of my book from Amazon.com, Why We Fall, The Power of Self-Awareness, the book every leader and aspiring leader should read to help you avoid sabotaging your own success. To learn more about Sips Inc. and how you can support our work, please visit our website at cipsinc.org.